you found it. It's Rebirth with me. My name is Kate Brenton, and I'm so glad for your time and attention. Today is an episode about finding the magic in the mundane. I'm going to talk to you about, you know, this moment we have, and we want to make everything better. And are we focusing on the journey or the process? Or are we just focusing on the goals, the mountain peak? Because if you've ever gone on a hike, the way up and down lasts a lot longer than the top. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm so glad that you're here. I am finding that, you know, that saying the all is in the small, that there's ma- that truly is, there is magic in the mundane and the answers to the big things are found in the small things. So to that end, there is a new, I don't want to call it a class because we're going to do it together, but have you ever noticed that some mornings you wake up and you are ready to go and some mornings you're like, I think I got run over and the day hasn't even started yet? That's going to happen. But if we put in some structure, we learn a few skills and we do it together, we can master our mornings. We can bring back that moment where we realize that each morning is a new opportunity. Not all mornings have to be running at 75 miles per hour, but we can reclaim it because if you reclaim your morning, chances are you reclaim your day. So look for Master Your Mornings on the link is the early bird sign up. I would love to have you. This episode is unofficially brought to you by my dandelion oatly tea with maple syrup and the ever nourishing words of David White. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. I'm actually gonna start today with a poem. You know, I used to be an English teacher, right? I did that. I did that in um, Cheltenham High School in Pennsylvania. I did that at Montgomery Community College and outside of the Philadelphia area. And I did that at Kauai Community College as an adjunct. I did that as a tutor in both of those states. Yeah. So the idea of linking and building and thinking ideas with different voices and perspectives is one of those things I super enjoy. So this is David White. It's from his poet collections, Everything is Waiting for You. And the poem is called Sometimes. Sometimes, if you move carefully through the forest, breathing like the ones in the old stories who could cross a shimmering bed of dry leaves without a sound, you come to a place whose only task is to trouble you with tiny but frightening requests, conceived out of nowhere, but in this place, beginning to lead everywhere. Requests to stop what you are doing right now and to stop what you are becoming while you do it. Questions that can make or unmake a life. Questions that have patiently waited for you questions that have no right to go away. I know it's so good, isn't it? Don't worry, I'm not going to dissect it for you. You can you can just delve right into that yourself. It is a time of tiny but frightening requests. To that end, let, come on back in. Don't get scared. I'm not going to ask you. We're, we're, you know, we're still doing the podcast thing, so you won't have to answer necessarily out loud. I was working with a client recently and she 
has, I think we do this several times in our life, or I hope we do. We kind of reach a point where we're like, okay, something needs to change. You know, we're like, okay, we're swimming along and there's these little things that we've been noticing. And now we're at like a pinnacle moment and we're going to grasp that moment and it needs to change. Now, I don't, I know, and I don't have to start with a negative. I do know there is not one way to create change. And like I talk about in senior center or with clients, it's really necessary to be able to hear your own voice because especially during the information age, everyone has an opinion and some people pay to get their opinions heard louder than others. And oftentimes those are not the opinions that you need. What we need is the quiet whispers, the tiny but frightening reflections of who you really are. So to that end, some of us are real go-getters and we need to learn how to kind of be more in flow and temper ourselves to be more available. Some of us might be a little bit on the slower side and always going with the flow or kind of floating let's put it that way some of us are more floaters and we need to learn to like bring it and learn how to dial in and tap into that fire so it's helpful to know your personality and it's sometimes helpful depending on the on what on the filters of your mind on how you categorize wisdom and knowledge to understand like kind of what sort of elements you inhabit like if you don't know me I'm very fiery that is sometimes great that is sometimes the wrong way to be You know, I have to learn to temper the fire. Some of us can be really earthy. That is great. Sometimes that's not going to serve you. So it's not about it being right or wrong. It's about being human and understanding what kind of mixture you are. So anyway, to this client, we were similar in that prior, prior moments in her life. She would have solved them by what I call packing the backpack, climbing the mountain, doing it, go. What is my result? What do I need? Doesn't matter how it happens. Power through. That was my, I was like full 20s, half of the 30s. And I think that's actually a great age to be living in that earnestness. Um, and then life starts to ask something different of you. And I think it asks it of us like kind of all ages, but when we were working on some of the things that she wanted to change, when you want to change how you perceive or you want to change, like you're not like, okay, I want to change how many miles I walk or I want to change how many people are on my email list or, you know, I want to change my wallpaper. That's not the kind of change I'm talking about. When you're like, I want to be more patient. I want to be less fearful. I want to sleep better at night. Those are internal recalibrations. <clears throat> I would categorize them more as yin than yang, feminine than masculine, but not female versus male, which is different. And as we were journeying to unpack her desire to be a little more patient, and present, we found that in the beginning, she really wanted to have all these like readings and things to do. And in my coaching self, I'm like, this is the opposite. 
of what you're asking of yourself. But as a teacher with like, I don't have to do the math, but I mean, I've been teaching for a really long time and I've been teaching not only in different geographies, but different age groups, because it wasn't only secondary and post-secondary education. I've done training in automotive, I know, automotive companies, and I've um, been a part of some magnificent, magnificent wisdom trainings that have taken me outside of the continental United States and to other countries and other cultures and other ways of being. And some things are so different and some things are so similar. So sometimes when we're making like, I tell you that to give you a context of my opinion. And sometimes when we're going to make this big change, we actually really lean into the thing that we're already comfortable with because the fear of changes can be so loud in our internal system. So of course I like went along with her, you know, because our, our body and our mind need to lean into trust, to feel safe, to feel heard, to change. So that also means you need to feel safe with yourself. So if you decide to make a change and then all you're doing is chastising yourself, the change isn't going to happen because you're just boxing in negativity and um, judgment. Which is something I need to remind myself of too. So we're, you know, second weekend, I was able to say to her, hey, it sounds like what we're really after here is deconstructing, deconstructing a thought process. And goals aren't going to get us there because goals of only external doing do not permit the time necessary for dissolving and being and integrating. And then things change. Things don't change the way you change your wallpaper where like there was the blue wallpaper and now it's yellow. Things change like you feel good, then a memory comes up, you feel bad, then a memory comes up, you feel good, then you fail, you fail less than you failed before. You have a couple days where you do great. It's not linear. But I would say that in most of our culture, it's really like go, 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 do, 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 succeed, 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 as opposed to journey, learn, integrate, release, evaluate expand sometimes if you move carefully through the forest breathing like the ones in the old stories who could cross a shimmering bed of dry leaves without a sound you come to a place whose only task is to trouble you with tiny but frightening requests conceived out of nowhere but in this place beginning to lead everywhere Requests to stop what you are doing right now and to stop what you are becoming while you do it. Questions that can make or unmake a life. Questions that have patiently waited for you. Questions that have no right to go away. Make space for the questions. David White is is gently, ever so quietly leading us into 
the sunlit spot of the forest floor. The breathing sentience of Mother Nature and asking us to listen. I dare say 2020 is the most dynamic year I've lived in perplexed. It just in just I'm just perplexed by this year. I'm gonna have a sip of my tea, which I've never done on a podcast, by the way. However, I have also seen in my own self and in people around me that those who turn towards those tiny but frightening questions and turn inward to those answers that may resound like a thunderclap are finding tremendous support to follow that call, to turn off the directives and turn inward to the clarity, to go in, to listen to the whisper before the whisper has no choice but to become an external, what is it, pebble to rock to boulder. We're mixing metaphors here. You know, listen to the small rumbling of your car, go over to the mechanic, get your balance back. There are things that you already know. And you know what? Sometimes we have to make choices that are really difficult and scary. We've done it before. And sometimes... There's loss that comes, loss of identity, friendship, partnership, job, sense of security. But in that fallow field of loss, life will always bloom something else. So this client, once she was able to gear shift from goal to process, she was like, got it. Because the mechanism of which she wanted to disengage from was the mechanism that was judging her from wanting to disengage. It sounds super complicated, but really all it is is giving yourself enough time and space to see yourself and your own behaviors. Any of you use that app Marco Polo? A friend and I were using it quite a lot in the past month or two and sort of processing some of the things that were going on in our lives. And we realized that in hearing the videos back and forth, we could actually hear what we were saying. And sometimes we weren't really meaning what we were saying. I don't mean to each other. I mean, I could, let me say it plainly, I could hear myself. It's like reading your own old journals. It's sometimes hard to decode your journal that you wrote two days ago, but and sometimes not. But when you read the journal from five years ago, you're like, oh my God, Katie, come on. <laughs> it's right here. You knew what was going on. It can be difficult to create the silence. But sometimes those questions that have patiently waited for you those are questions, those are contemplations that have no right to go away. Thank you for listening. 
You can take this moment right now. I'll quietly end our time together and you can sit and close your eyes and just be in your own silence. Have a beautiful day.